Let's turn in uh, God's Word to the book of Song, the Song of Solomon. The Song of Solomon in chapter 4. We're reading the whole chapter, verses 1 through 16. Song of Solomon, chapter 4. And beginning in verse 1, these are God's words. Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast dove's eyes within thy locks. Thy hair is as a flock of goats that appear from Mount Gilead. Thy teeth are like a flock of sheep that are even shorn, which came up from the washing, whereof every one bear twins, and none is barren among them. Thy lips are like a thread of scarlet, And thy speech is comely. Thy temples are like a piece of pomegranate within thy locks. Thy neck is like the tower of David builded for an armory, whereon there hang a thousand bucklers, all shields of mighty men. Thy two breasts are like two young rows that are twins, which feed among the lilies. Until the day break and the shadows flee away, I will get me to the mountain of myrrh, and to the hill of frankincense. Thou art all fair, my love. There is no spot in thee. Come with me from Lebanon, my spouse. With me from Lebanon, look from the top of Amana, from the top of Shinir and Hermon, from the loins, uh, the lions' dens, from the mountains of leper of the leopards. Thou hast ravished my heart, my sister, my spouse. Thou hast ravished my heart with one of thine eyes, with one chain of thy neck. How fair is thy love, my sister, my spouse. How much better is thy love than wine, and the smell of thine ointments than all spices. Thy lips, O my spouse, drop as the honeycomb. Honey and milk are under thy tongue, and the smell of thy garments is like the smell of Lebanon. A garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse. A spring shut up, a fountain sealed. Thy plants are an orchard of pomegranates with pleasant fruits, campfire, and spikenard. Spikenard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon, with all trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes, with all the chief spices. A fountain of gardens, a well of living waters and streams from Lebanon. Awake! O north wind, and come, thou south. Blow upon my garden, that the spaces thereof may flow out. Let my beloved come into his garden and eat his pleasant fruits. Those are God's words. So what a wonderful passage of Scripture to help us to prepare for the Lord's Supper, to see as Christ speaks here most of His love for His bride, the church. Through verse 7, He commends her beauty. And so friends, you need to see that Christ sees you, the church, as beautiful. He sees you, the church, as beautiful. In verses 9-14, through He professes His love for you. And His delight in your affection for Him. 
He loves it when you love Him. You look at verses 6 and 8, He's inviting the bride to come to be with Him, even as He retires Himself from the mountains of terror and the mountains of delight. And so He calls you to come unto Him. And then the last two verses, the bride's praising Him for all the blessings she had were from Him. And she shows her dependence, we are to show our dependence upon Him for all grace to make her all the more acceptable and beautiful to Him. She is pleading, especially you can see it in verse 16, because she is the garden, verse 12, uh, that He's speaking about, right, is the church. And He, the verse 16, the church, the bride is saying, blow upon my garden, come and be with me, come and commune with me. And so our Savior finds you beautiful, church. And He loves you. And so come and commune with Him. And plead that He would come and commune with you. Let's pray. Our Father, we're thankful once again for Your Word. We're thankful for the wonderful blessing it is to know all of Your Word. Even this Word that we've just read from the Song of Solomon and how we see how much You love us, even in Your Son Jesus Christ, how much He loves us, even though we continue in sin, even though we often rebel, and yet He still cleanses us of our sin. And He's cleansed us of our sin by His blood. And He will make us pure. And Father, we desire that You would make us pure as Christ is pure. Make us to be holy as He is holy. And so, Father, we plead that You would forgive us of our sins, that we have broken Your commandments. We have put before ourselves other gods, the gods of this world. We're going to see and hear more about that in the sermon this morning. We have created idols and worshipped them. We have taken Your name in vain. We have not upheld Your Word. We have turned from Your Word. And then, Father, we have broken the Sabbath day, desecrated it by our constant thoughts of worldly things, song, pleasures, entertainments, and our work, rather than focus entirely in our hearts upon You. Father, we ask that You would forgive us of these sins that we have committed directly against You and You alone. Even, Father, we have led others in these sins, whether as husbands or elders, deacons, and uh, those who are in authority over others. So, Father, we pray that You would cause us to honor our father and mother, that You would help us to honor our inferiors, those under us in authority, and lead them in a right way, the way of truth and everlasting life. And uh, Father, forgive us of killing in our hearts, attacking. We hear an illustration today from uh, concerning children and how they hit their parents. Father, there's murder in our hearts, even from conception. And Father, we pray that You would forgive us of these sins.
of anger. And, and also, Father, we pray that You would turn us from the sins of stealing, of taking from others, using people, and stealing, wasting time, even in our work when we waste time and we don't work as we ought. When we steal time from You, You have given us time, precious time, that is only it's very short, as You say. Though it might not seem short to us, it is short because You say it is. And yet we waste that time a lot on other things that are really meaning, meaningless and vanity, as Solomon teaches us in Ecclesiastes. And so forgive us of stealing. And we have committed adultery, lusted in our hearts after people, things, and so coveted, breaking the Tenth Commandment. We desired those things, and yet they are not ours. You've not given them to us. And Father, we have also borne false witness against our neighbor. We've lied, we've gossiped, we've slandered. We have blasphemed against You in our lives and our thoughts, even in our words and bringing people down instead of lifting and encouraging them in Christ Your Son. We have withheld the Gospel when we should have spoke it. And so, Father, in these things, many other things that we don't even know we've committed, and of those things we know we've committed, Father, forgive us of our sins. Turn us from the, the wicked path, the, the path that leads to destruction, and lead us on the narrow path that leads to everlasting life in Your Son. And grant us communion with Him today. Bless our souls. And uh, bless our bodies, too. For You have made us body and soul. And uh, Father, we pray that You would make us to be a loving people towards one another, and especially a loving people towards You. And keeping the two greatest commandments, to love You and to love our neighbor as ourself. And so... Purify us and make us holy. As a bride, as the church, Father, we pray that You would love us and You would find us as beautiful. And we know that You do, for we just read that. And we ask that You would cause Your blessing to be upon Your bride, even today and every day. That we would know Your presence with us today that we would know Your love today, even if we're downcast in spirit or wrestling in soul. Father, grant us uh, to know Your peace today and comfort. Father, many who are sick in our congregation, who have been sick, we praise You for those who have been healed and pray for those who are still sick. We ask that You would heal them according to Your will. And those who are in long-term maladies, heal them. And we pray that in faith, Father, knowing that You can do so and You will do so at the right time. We ask for our children and the grandchildren that You would turn their hearts to You. Even though that many of them have rebelled and rejected You and cursed You and cursed You even to our faces. Father, we ask that You would cause the Word to, be, uh, to well up within their hearts and their minds and plague them, and that Your Spirit would come in the midst of that plague and You would cause their heart to be changed and softened. 
even though we know it is very hard. You can do this. All things are possible with you. And so save them, Father. And pray that you would remember your covenant promises. That you would remember your promises to us, your people, even to our children, to the third and fourth generation of those who love you and keep your commandments. So be faithful, Father. And remember us. And only in Christ your Son. Father, we pray that you would protect us from evil. And protect us from when tempted to go in the sinful way instead of rebuking and uh, turning from such temptation to You through Your Word. We pray that You would teach us that more this, this morning, to turn from every evil way as Christ did and always trusted in You. Make us to be righteous as He is righteous. And we are thankful today for His blood shed, His body sacrificed as the final sacrifice for our sins. And how He, being God, manifested Himself in the form of man. And so taking on human flesh, being the God-man, and two distinct natures, one person forever. We're thankful that He came, that You sent Him, and You did not merely give Him or spare Him to us for a time but You delivered Him for us, over for us all. And all who believe in You, that in Him we might have all things, that we might have Your love and know Your love, that we might have justification being made right in Your sight, that we might have uh, the great privilege of being children of God in adoption, and even that we would gain the privilege of sanctification and one day glorification when our bodies are raised up from the dead and united to our our purified souls. And we hope in that day. And so, Father, grant to us today faith in the Gospel, faith in the good news of which we are not ashamed that Christ died for the sins of His people And granted righteousness to us in Him. Father, today purify Your bride and make her clean. And commune with Your people. And today we're also thankful for the birth of Aurora. We're thankful that Audrey's doing well and healing and, and everything is going well. We're thankful for... Your blessing to Your people. The hearing of our prayers in which we thank You. We're thankful and we praise You that You have given another life uh, to Your people, to Your church. We ask as well for those who have babies still in the womb that You would continue to grow those children to be healthy. But above all, turn their hearts to You. We pray for every child here this morning that they would hear the Gospel and believe on Christ unto salvation, that they would turn from their sins as we ought all to do to Christ alone and not trust in themselves, but trust in You. 
In this we put our trust in You. We put our trust for You are the builder of the church, not we ourselves. And so build Your church, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.